listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 27th of May 2022. Later, the takeover offer that lasted less than 24 hours here in Australia. But first, let's go to retail sales, which hit $33.9 billion in April, and that is a record. So turnover increased 0.9% last month. That's despite coming just a few weeks after the RBA's first official increase in the cash rate in more than 10 years and amid higher consumer prices. So what's going on? I spoke earlier with Fleur Brown from the Australian Retailers Association. Fleur, retail turnover hit a record in April. Why do you think that is, given we've just had a full month of the first interest rate rise in more than 10 years, consumer prices are rising quite strongly. So does this show that consumers and shoppers are, are being quite resilient right now? We certainly think there's resilience in the retail trade. However, we have to keep in mind that April was the first real Easter period in a few years where Australians have gotten away properly without being impacted by COVID restrictions. So they really took advantage of that. And that domestic travel is something that we expect to be strong for the rest of this year. Okay, let's get more context on that. So with official interest rates expected to continue rising this year, um, we've probably not seen a peak in inflation just yet. The other interesting thing with the data today is that we saw a rise in food retailing. So as you mentioned, that's all connected to people going on holidays, but at the same time, a fall in um, household type goods. So in other words, I think people... um, are sick of being at home, so they're wanting to go over, uh, wanting to travel and spend that way. But where do you see retail sales going now? We certainly think that there'll be some continued movement in pricing. And what we have to keep in mind with these retail trade figures is that it's measuring the top line result and not necessarily looking beneath the bonnet where we see some of those costs that retailers are absorbing. And those costs continue to increase for retailers as well as for consumers. So we do think there's a little more room for movement in terms of the uh, inflationary side of things, unfortunately. Um, However, uh, we are somewhat optimistic about the rest of the year. We know that there's still a lot of household savings around, um, a lot of pent-up savings. We know that Australians are really looking to have more experiences uh, this year, and there's no surprise there that they've been denied those experiences over the past two years, whether through lockdowns or just, you know, fear of COVID related issues. So things like sensory experiences, for example, are very much in vogue uh, for the rest of this year. And of course, physical retail is very much uh, a sensory experience in many ways. Um, Back on inflation, what are retailers telling you about the way that they're dealing with these rising inflationary pressures? And to what extent do you think they are going to have to pass on these rising costs to consumers? Yes, inflation is is certainly a challenge uh, for retailers and it will be with us for some time. It's a global issue. We've seen this, you know, worldwide um, as a pressure point for retailers. We know that the costs that retailers are having to pay for overseas deliveries, the supply chain pressures are very acute right now. We've heard some crazy figures about the percentage increases that retailers are paying for, you know, shipping costs and, and associated delivery costs. Retailers have absorbed 
a lot of those costs through the pandemic. And there comes a point where they, they can't just keep absorbing costs. They do have to pass them on to consumers. So they are under that dual pressure of what they're having to pay. And also, of course, nobody loves a price increase. So there's pressure from their customers uh, to keep prices as low as possible. Just finally, the mid-year sales are begun. How important is this season and why? We've seen a really healthy projection for mid-year sales. Uh, we're projecting spending in the order of $8.8 billion, which would be, according to Australians, the same if not more than what they spent last year. And an incredible 52% of that spend is being done online. So uh, that's, you know, a really interesting that's a really interesting indicator for the year ahead in terms of online sales in particular. This is a very important midpoint. It gives us a bit of an indication about consumer confidence. Of course, there'll be an element of um, you know, customers wanting to get in and anticipating price rises and wanting to get in and, and grab their goods while they can as well. Flo Brown there from the Australian Retailers Association to the Australian share market now, which did fall the S&P ASX 200 down by uh, 1.1%. Rather, it rose. It rose 1.1%. That's what green means, Ricardo. 1.1% stronger, 7,182 for the day's action. I spoke earlier with Gemma Dale from NABTRADE. Gemma, the market's up today following a good day on Wall Street. Why? So it was a good night on Wall Street. We haven't had one sort of consistently for a while. S&P 500 was up nearly 2%, so uh, market was happy. There was some good uh, news in the Fed minutes, and it, you know, we're interpreting good news somewhat differently than we used to. We were happy about just 50 basis point rises, but also a handful of the retailers really at the lower end of the socioeconomic spectrum were performing really, really well. So Dollar Tree looked really good. Macy's looked really good. They were up like 20% each. So that was where the strength came from overnight. But I think everyone's just relieved to see some green and we followed suit today. So on our market, where are the gains coming from? Seems fairly widespread across the market. Market's up about 1%. Uh, financials are up about 1%. The big materials are up about 1%. Uh, some of the bigger moves are only due to takeover offers and so on. So there wasn't any sort of surprising strength. It was, uh, it was fairly broad-based today. Okay, we'll talk about one takeover offer in a moment. But still, on, on broader themes for the share market, risingly, a rising inflationary environment, rising interest rates. How is this still being played out on the minds of investors? Yeah, it's a really tricky scenario for investors to work through, particularly when you consider for the vast majority of retail investors, they have come to the market in the last two years. 50% of our investors have come in the last two years. Those who have come before them will have come in the last decade when we've had incredibly benign inflation. Rates have been falling and consistently lower for that whole period. So for a lot of investors, this is just an incredibly challenging market to play. The last time we saw a really significant fall in the share market, it was due to COVID. There was a very specific uh, exogenous catalyst for that. The market fell for a reason and the reason affected the economy. Now what we're seeing is just a massive re-rating of the premiums people are willing to pay for 
companies, particularly those that don't make a lot of money or are in the profitless growth stage. And we have a few of those in Australia, hell of a lot more of them offshore. So it's a tricky market. I think a lot of investors are unsure about how to play it. Mostly what they're choosing to do is stay away from the profitless growth companies. And that re-rating has been playing out in the US in particular over 12 months. Here we're seeing the same tech's been hurting for quite a while. And there doesn't seem to be any particular floor at this point because we're not sure how high rates are going to go. We saw retail sales uh, for the month of April hit a record high. Is this being reflected in the share market today? I think in Australia, we saw a lot of retailers do incredibly well during COVID as people switched their spending to goods rather than services. And that's being reflected in the retail sales numbers. So what was up super strongly was actually cafes and so on. So cafes and restaurants, they're not well reflected on the ASX. They're very much small businesses. Uh, And the retailers themselves, people are having a bit of a rethink about whether or not they do want to be spending their money at JB Hi-Fi or Harvey Norman and more to the point where they want to be investing in those companies. So there's a bit of a disconnect between the headline number and what we're seeing on the share market. And just finally, one of the corporate stories of the day is that tech company Appen. Um, it was a takeover target yesterday, so its shares boomed. A few hours later and then today it says, uh, nope, uh, the suitor has walked away, so shares have plummeted. What do you make of it? Yeah, that one's just amazing. That was quite quite the turnaround in a very short period of time. So Canadian giant TELUS uh, made an indicative non-binding, I won't call it an offer, but they suggested that that might be happening, $850 million. It was gone by 6.10 p.m., up 30%, down uh, well over 20% today. Those investors who've been holding up and for a while were really hoping that they got out yesterday because it's been down 50%. It's really fallen hard. Those wax stocks haven't performed well and Appen's been one of the worst, uh, one of the worst. So uh, investors might be hoping another bid will come back and they're going to have to move pretty quickly. Jim Adal there from Nabtrade. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.